At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show about stuff that makes you say. Episode 5, How to Call Someone Out Online Without Getting Yourself in Trouble. We're getting paid for this fully licensed theme song For the show about stuff that makes you say Wait, what? Really? Okay. What do advice and sarcasm have in common? Apparently, this show. So I guess I have a little bit of sarcasm now and then. I want to thank RKVC for this new fully licensed theme song for the show. And for every play that comes through, they're going to get paid for it. It's pennies or parts of pennies on the dollar, but still it's legal and it's helping out some great musicians. Today we're talking about how to call someone out online without getting yourself in trouble. This is the basis of professionally complaining professionally reporting, and revealing issues that can't be resolved. Now, the problem is a lot of people, they'll take to the Internet and they will go bash happy. The issue with doing that is it can come back to bite you in the backside. You start making statements that can be viewed or read as defamation of character, you can run into a lot more, a lot of trouble, a lot more problems, and in the end where you're looking for whatever you want to make other people aware, you want revenge, you want whatever, it's going to turn around and it's going to end up costing you money. And it can also damage your reputation. So today we're going to go a little bit into the idea of complaining the right way, calling people out and avoiding trouble, and finding ways to protect yourself as you reach out and protect other people from the person or the business that you've dealt with and it's done you wrong. First off, before anything else, make sure that your complaints are justified. If you have a contract, if you have an agreement, if you have emails back and forth, make sure that what you feel has gone wrong has gone wrong in any way that you can prove it on paper. There are a lot of people that will get out there and they'll complain and they'll say, this isn't right and that isn't right and this isn't fair. And then when you come back and look at an invoice, you look at a statement of work, you look at an agreement, you look at a set of emails, now it's a different story. You weren't necessarily paying attention, and in turn, yes, you're not happy, but they followed through with what they were supposed to do. Now let's go to the other side of it. They're wrong, and they wronged you. Giving them a chance to resolve what's wrong Taking that time first before you go internet happy and jump all over their case and jump, you know, through walls and blah, blah, blah online to all these different websites and social media and your website and wherever else. This can help in the long run. 
sending an email to that person stating, look, this needs to get fixed. I'm unhappy. This is what I see went wrong. This is where I feel taken advantage of. This is where I feel I need, you know, whether it be compensation or something fixed or whatnot, give them the opportunity. Then maybe they don't respond. Maybe they don't respond the way that you like to give them the opportunity again and tell them at that point, you're going to be taking steps to make sure that other people don't experience this. Now, as you do that, some people are going to see that as a threat and they may fire back. This is where it's less about making it a threat and explaining what you're going to do. I had a situation a number of years back with a contractor. He came in to do a bathroom and weeks went by and then all of a sudden everything was so much more expensive and this is going to cost more and that's going to cost more. And then after complaining, he just stopped working altogether and, you know, it turned into a mess. The approach that I took, I mean, I, I was livid. I was pissed off, I, rightfully so. I came back and said, this needs to get fixed. This needs to, you know, these are the things that need to happen. Let's go. There was no real response. The following response, I put together something. I said, this is my experience. This is our contract. This is what I see that's happened, what hasn't happened, and now you've added these costs. I've kept every email with you, and right now I'm going to go to the Better Business Bureau. I'm going to go to these other websites. I'm going to report to local media. I'm going to report to local unions. I'm going everywhere to explain the experience that I have with you in a way that is not defamation of character, which you want to stay away from, but what actually happened. It wasn't a day later I got an email from his lawyer asking for mediation. We sat down. I brought a three-page list stating, this is the email that I'm going to send out, and this is everywhere I'm going to send it. I wasn't in there for 25 minutes before there was a full refund, and the bathroom was finished two weeks later. This wasn't an aggressive thing, and it wasn't worth the lawsuit. And in most cases, it really isn't worth the lawsuit. You can talk to a lawyer, and a lot of lawyers might say it is, but that's where it benefits them. There's a current situation that I'm dealing with. I did some work, and it was a big mistake on my part not to get the paperwork behind it. There were explanations, there was this, there was talk, and things changed. Now, I have no legal right to go after this guy. I could. I have certain emails. But it would be a waste of time, and it would be a waste of money. And in the end, even if I was proven right, which... With all the facts I have and all the proof that I have, I can easily see that, and anyone can easily see that. The money that it would cost between a lawyer to go through a lawsuit, all of that, it just wouldn't be worth it. And in the end, they'd probably walk away with nothing. Lawyers would be happy. So that's another point that you want to think about. Don't necessarily threaten lawsuits, because lawsuits are just going to drag things out, and in a lot of cases, a lawsuit is not going to get you money. A lawsuit can allow you to win, and this will happen, but then it's a whole bunch of time that you've put in, a whole bunch of effort, and even the money that you might have to pay up front to certain lawyers or whatnot, when that comes in, it goes right out, and it's a total waste. So the guy that screwed you over, he's in a sense continued to screw you over. Back to my situation with the guy I had to deal with. I did a whole bunch of work. And then he claimed, well, this thing, we never knew this was going to happen or not. Fair enough. But the work that was done directly for him, he's now saying, you know, is not important. I came to him a couple different, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple different times. I said, you know, 
you're continuing to use this after we've stopped working together. You've made a lot of promises. You've told me these things you're going to do. You're continuing to take this approach. I am going to go onto the Internet, and I am going to explain what you've done, what you said you were going to do, and what you didn't do. I'm going to call you out directly on the things that I know I can call out for a fact. And that brings up the next point. You have your opinions. You have your facts. Make sure that if you're going to state something or you're going to share something or you're going to tell someone something, it's a fact that you're ready to die for. Because anything that you put out as a fact that isn't a fact can turn around and, again, bite you in the rear side. So I feel that this is X. I see this is X. I am coming to the understanding and my reasoning because of this. That's a lot better of a way to go. And maybe you're a little bit fiery or maybe you don't like to take that approach. It's not my favorite approach. But I know that if I have to talk about somebody and I have to put myself in a situation like that, I'm not going to get myself into any more trouble. This particular guy, in my case, I talked to him. I said, this is where I'm seeing things going wrong. This is where you haven't fixed anything. Let's find some time to get on the phone on Skype to find resolve. He's continually brushed me off. So what I told him, I said, flat out, you have till the end of the month. This gave him more than a four-week period, total, I don't know, about five and a half weeks of stating, I'm open to resolve. I'm open to trying to find something to make this better for all of us, something where I'm not going to immediately go and attack you and just jump all over you. I want to try to fix this in a professional, respectful, and honorable way. The problem with this guy He's a coward, and I will call that straight up. Now, I'm not using his name, but his cowardly actions never returned, said, oh, I'm going to talk to my advisors. Oh, well, now that you're threatening me, I need to refer to some people. Never scared me because I wasn't threatening. I was telling him what I was going to do. So that's the approach that I've taken. When that time is up, I'm going to mention my experience, what happened, how it happened, separate opinions, and separate facts, and make a clear statement for why someone would want to look into this person before working with them. Now, that's a, another point. It's not saying do not work with this person. That can also be twisted around. But to state, I had a terrible experience with X person or X company. They claim X, Y, and Z, and I found it to not be true. I advise anyone that's dealing with X person to look in and dig into ABC or D, you know, whatever. As you allow a professionalism in that, and you're not saying do not, but you're saying look deep, look and dig deeper. And then as they do dig deeper, as they ask more questions, oftentimes that will bite them in the backside. So think about it as almost stages. Stage one, you've got the issue. You've tried to resolve it. You've continued to resolve Maybe call it a three-strike rule. Send a series of emails. Explain from the beginning that you want resolved. Don't add anything extra. In the next email, explain that you're going to take some, some direction and some motion and execute something that's going to allow you to speak about that experience. And from there, is that something that they want to have happen? Don't be threatening. Simply state, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. There are also websites out there like Ripoff Report where if you were ripped off, this is where you put it. 
there's Better Business Bureau, there's Pissed Consumer, uh, there's Complaints.com, um, Consumer Affairs Complaints, Sham Scam, and there are different review sites, as well as social media. Now, with the social media and the individual review sites, going on to the person's Facebook page and blasting them, you know, they're probably going to end up deleting that or blocking you. So look more so than blasting somebody in their backyard to, okay, the guy's a contractor. Where can you make that, you know, where can you make that statement on a contractor site? Okay, this guy has a radio show and he claims to have all these listeners and it's not true. Where can you go to a local advertising site and say, hey, why don't you look up or contact the station he's on and ask for, you know, okay, you're considering advertising, ask for the proof that this given show is, is here, is heard as many times as this supposed guy claims. I was listening to a guy the other day. He was saying, we got 12,000 views last week. The fact is, it was 12,000 views for a day, for an entire day. And inside of that entire day, there's also some nationally syndicated shows. The breakdown doesn't include who was listened to there. So that's a flat-out lie. Now, you can't necessarily go, okay, this is a lie, but you, and, well, you could, but to be a little bit more careful, ask for these facts. Complain responsibly. The more that you complain responsibly and professionally, the less of a chance that this person is going to turn around, or if they have anybody on their side that can come after you, they won't be able to. The more you think about that, the better you are. This also helps you to avoid looking like a fool. Which brings me to another point. Be very careful in what you put out on any of these sites. When you go on to rip-off report, while you're filing a complaint against someone and their name is showing up on there, at the very same time, your name is also showing up as the complainer. And it's the, uh, you know, calling fire in a theater. If you're showing up complaining all the time, that isn't helping you. Be very clear about what's worth your time and what's worth your complaint. To make sure to really clarify, I am this upset, this much happened, and I'm going to sign my name to it. And you should, you know, sign your name to it. Then that's fine. But if you are getting the reputation as someone that's just continually complaining all over the place... That doesn't set you up in a good place. And that also can make you look like the fool. The same goes into the time management of this. You get to a point. The resolve isn't going to be there. The compromise isn't going to be there. The person isn't taking responsibility. And yes, it sucks. But for what you've lost, for what you haven't gotten, isn't it time to put the bulk of your time toward the things that can get fixed? Toward the things that can allow you forward motion to catch up and take back the losses that you had by working on something else. Some people, I don't know if the word would be vindictive or the vengeance or the anger, they focus so much into the issue. And then from that, it just set, it sets them back on everything else. This one particular guy, I mean, it was a lot of money, put, a lot of time put in. And as angry as I am, it's one thing a day. It's one thing that's not going to take a minute where I can hit a different list, where I can mention to somebody as an individual, there's a certain, per there's a certain person they work with, and I'm not in a vengeance or, or, or cruel way, but saying, hey, you might want to look into this before you continue to work with this person because 
you might find this information. I'm not telling you don't work with them. I am telling you look a little bit more into the person that you're considering paying and the fact that you might not be getting what you think you're getting. Now, a simple form letter like that, whether it's sent to an individual, whether it's sent, you want to go newspaper like that editorial thing, you want to put something out there on Craigslist, you want to go to rip-off report, any of those places, it's all fine and good. Just don't let it consume you in this, in this thing that can take you away from forward motion elsewhere. And there are going to be certain times where it's going to take, you're going to see a loss and it's just time to let it go. It sucks. I've had some losses. I've had a lot of losses like that. And realizing all the complaining in the world isn't going to do me anything. All the reporting in the world isn't going to do me anything. Maybe it's just time to let it go. But there are those circumstances where protecting other people, and even if it's just keeping it in a small circle to make sure that that person isn't using somebody that you know, or as opposed to a wider range complaint, you're sending out an email to the channels of people that you trust, that you work with, that you like, and saying, here's my experience. This, this you might want to look a little deeper into. You might want to look into this business or this person. And make sure with everything that you send out, whether you're talking to someone, whether you call someone, whether you email someone, if you're putting this up on a website, if you're putting it on a complaint board, if you're posting to a social media site, Imagine every single thing you say, every single thing you write, getting back to that person, and let's say that that person absolutely has a lawyer. Think about that for a second. Pause for a second before the post, before the email, before the statement, before the phone call. Are you in the clear? And if you're not 100% sure, talk to a lawyer. If you have a friend that's a lawyer, what can I say? Maybe in your state it's a little bit different. Double check. Take that due diligence to see what you can say and what you can't say and what could be misconstrued. And yes, it sucks. You got screwed. Something went completely wrong and it's not your fault. But the whole point of this is if you're going to take certain actions and twist it around and then after what is your loss, you end up losing more because they come after you or they claim things like defamation of character or they pop back and say, well, this is what was happening in the contract or whatever. Now you've turned a problem into a much bigger problem. The idea, the end result of this is just taking the time to think, not looking like the fool, making sure you have your details and ducks in a row. When you make a statement, be clear on what's opinion and what's fact and what could be misconstrued as opinion and what could be misconstrued as fact. Allow for that three-strike rule. Try to go for resolve first. Try to state, this just didn't happen the way I wanted it to. And then should you choose to go public with it, whether the complaint sites like Ripoff Report, whether a normal social media site, whether review sites, anywhere else, be assertive, explain the situation, but be professional about it. Have people look into the situation as opposed to saying, don't work with, don't work with, don't talk to this guy. The name calling. This guy is a scammer. He's a liar. He's a coward. Now, I've dealt with a guy and I'm dealing with a guy. He is a scammer. He is a liar. And he is absolutely a coward. He's shown that he's a coward by his lack of communication, lack of ability to get on and just say, hey, let's talk about some kind of resolve. He's made all sorts of assumptions and none of them are true. But I can't go out and publicly name his name and call him that 
because that can get misconstrued. So instead, I put out a thing doesn't take up most of my day. I'm busy doing other things. But I put out an email. Or when I talk to people, this is a really negative experience that I had. Before you consider working with this guy, you may want to look into X or you may want to check Y. You may want to see that on this guy's particular website where he claims to have all these clients that they're not clients of his current company. That these, these are clients of people when he worked with much larger companies when the people were working underneath him. Again, for whatever your situation is, for whoever you're working with, no longer working with, something happened, make sure to be very clear and very careful about the who, what, when, where, why, and how of that situation. When you take that time, when you put in that attention to detail, when you create that due diligence, adding that patience, looking for the resolve, stating flat out, I wanted this to go, you know, I wanted this to be resolved. It puts you in a lot better place. It secures you. And at the same time, it gets the message out that warns other people, that can protect other people from experiencing what you experienced. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. okay.